Yo, funny story. <laughs> I'm surprisingly back at work after just having a 15-hour shift. Uh, somebody called in. They were like, yo, you're going to get time and a half for every hour you do today. I know you're supposed to be off, but I'm... <laughs> I may be lazy at times, but I definitely do have the hustle mentality. But fuck me, right? We ain't talking about me. So I'm on my extra ass shift. I just got off, actually. I'm about to leave. Um, so I did that little extra shift. I was only there for like 10 hours. But funny story, so I was in the break room, and there was a few people there on opposite shifts or, or different, you know, different times, you know, days or nights. Some people I just don't run into. It's a bigger company, right? So long story short, I was in my little break room taking a, you know, having, I guess you'll call it dinner slash lunch because I was overnight, and um, I was talking to this old man, I, I seen him around, I don't really know the guy, but he got into, uh, he's, you know, they had wrestling on in the in the break room, I guess, like, their late night talk show, I guess wrestling's on Fox now, this is how, fall, how I've fallen off fandom of wrestling, yet. I guess they're on Fox now, and they have a little WWF, well, WWE talk show, we, you know, neither being here nor there, the, the talk show had broken cruised over John Cena getting married after being anti-marriage and not wanting to have kids and canceling engagements and shit like that. Now, I don't know too much about this guy other than the fact that he was like this undefeatable guy who would just run through their roster and just rout people in the way that like Hulk Hogan did in the 80s or like they got Roman Reigns now. Let me let me not front like I haven't watched. You know, I, I, I turned it on from time to time. I watched WrestleMania, the Undertaker shit in the little boneyard thing was fucking great. So I'm not going to front like I don't fucking, I'm not still a fan. That's just the modern product just, just doesn't appeal to me. But neither being here or, there, here or there, I can still watch it. I know Roman Reigns is that type of character. And we got to talking about these dominant figures that are pretty annoying. It was like, uh, now I was a Bull fan, so I was on the other side of it in the 90s, but I enjoyed the Jordan era. But like, it was like, you know, if you look at the 90s where six championships were won by Michael Jordan's Bulls teams alone. And then four other teams scraped by and got four. You know, let's not make no mistake about it. I want to say the Jazz won some titles in there. The Rockets got a couple. So, basically, I want to say it was an entire decade where three teams dominated. And then before the Bulls, it was the Pistons two-peating and then the Celtics and Lakers. Basketball seems seems to have always always been one of those sports where there's just like a... a a Hulk Hogan, Roman Reigns, John Cena character, and and I bring I say all that to say this, and I know wrestling fan terminology. I just don't like using it because I don't like the whole. I guess you would call him a smart mark. I don't like smart terminology. Knowing what like squash matches and potatoes and uh, shoots and all that other shit. I don't like that terminology because I want to spend my disbelief and enjoy it. Like, being one of those fans that, that, that sits here and talks about the psychology and the booking and all that shit. Like, no, I don't want to. Like, I, I don't watch a Marvel movie and then go meet with the bros and talk about the acting and, and the special effects and the, the breakdown of the storytelling in comparison to the comic books. I don't do that. I want to suspend my disbelief, enjoy the product for what it is. Because what is pro wrestling? You know, some is a fake fight. You can call it that. I would say that they're telling, it's more storytelling and soap opera than anything. Now, they've fallen off of their, the, the, you know, the legacy has declined a lot, but but it's mostly storytelling. I would say, if you're a UFC fan or fight fan of any type, you know, they have to create the build-up and, and in-ring performance that, let's say, the Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, Khabib, they have to create the drama and then the actual performance in the ring all within 
you know, the confines of doing it, how much do they work five to six days a week? Pro wrestlers have a shitty lifestyle, or I won't say shitty lifestyle. They, they, they're just extremely busy people because they're performing all the time, even during times of COVID. Now, granted, mostly the indie scene, I want to say, died during COVID. Not all the way, but it's literally on its last breath. And it, if they don't open it back up in 2021, it, that industry is going to almost go away. And it sucks because I, I, I passively watch the shit. In fact, I was religiously into AEW because I wanted... Not necessarily that the WWD, WWE needed an alternative. It's just like that. Uh, I personally considered it, consider it an art form, right? And the fact that an old man Vince, old Vince McMahon, is the only person whose ideas of that particular art form are mainstream. Only his ideas are the mainstream ones. Now, Kenny Omega, a guy in, in, in AEW, put me on. Uh, I just heard rumblings of the some match he had a couple years ago, and he put me on New Japan. And I literally just finished the G1. I got bored one day at work, and I wasn't on, you know, loads or anything like that. So I essentially was sitting around. And so during my couple of weeks of working in that position that I was in, I watched the G1, which is a big wrestling tournament in Japan. And I'm going on and on and on and on and on and on. So this pro wrestling fan guy in the break room, getting back to that original story, was talking about John Cena's getting married and all that. And he mentioned... You know, not even he didn't mention any red pill YouTube or any of that other shit, right? He didn't mention any of that. But he, he he saw that Cena got married, knowing that Cena was a guy who got divorced before, and he started breaking this shit down like uh, pro wrestling with pro wrestling terms. And I thought it was one of the funniest things I ever heard. So the dude was basically like, man, John Cena's getting married, but the last time he got divorced was a squash match. And I started thinking about it. He's like, you remember when Brock Lesnar went back to WWE from UFC and like beat the shit out of John Cena in a SummerSlam match? And it was like a fucking five minute just beating of just one-sided, lopsided, like squash. And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, well, that's what happens in these divorce courts, in these family courts. He's like, I thought, you know, from the surface in, looking in, you, you would think those, those courts exist to protect children from abusers and these asshole men and abusive dads and all this, you know, all the mainstream narrative on why family courts so necessary right and he was like but i call bullshit on a lot of that because there's there's so there's viral videos of these family courts forcing kids to stay within abuse situations and like and i told and we we have a mutual friend who went to war with literally war spent 20 or 30 grand on lawyers and fees to get his son out of an abuse situation he was being sexually abused and malnourished by the mom and the boyfriend the new live-in dick. You know how women are. They love them some live-in dick. After they have a good, stable man that holds them accountable, women want easy street. And so the best way to get on easy street is just to blood suck the dude with money who held them accountable and go find a bum who might be, you know, hot or have a big dick to who ain't worth a fuck to sit around their house all day because that gives them that gives them both sides. They always want that dual mating strategy. They want the alpha fucks, so that's that bum pedophile that she had in the house, but the beta bucks is required too. So the, the, the family court stop gaps the beta bucks portion where you don't even have to deal with the beta bucks. You can just tell steal the money. Essentially the male is the ATM, the beta guy, right? To, in, in comparison to the, the alpha pedophile that she was fucking with. I don't know what it is with women and pedos, but neither me here nor there. That fucking situation where that dude had to go to war with Florida who is a red state, you would think would favor children, but they're so anti-giving the man custody because here's the thing, the the, the 
we all have the we and we all know child support is double ta- doubly taxed wages because they have court fees and they charge them they, they charge the basically once you pay let's say for example your child support you pay the child support well you may pay 1600 but your wife's gonna get 1300 they're gonna they're gonna knock some fees and extra taxes off the top of that which is double taxing because it's the federal government federal and state right and in paying that, and then they cut another 300 out of that, you're taking taxed wages and then retaxing them because they're exchanged from man to woman. And that's the reason for the entire feminist family court structure is because they needed to turn, okay, number one for first and second wave feminism, they needed to get women to vote in the gigantic welfare state, right? And it just keeps expanding and expanding and expanding. And then, you know, another second wave was kind of like divorce and... Uh, labor rights and whatnot. So they 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 had to blood suck men, and they were like, man, these men aren't producing enough. So they started to get women in the workforce. And I felt a part of me feels like, even though most will say the women aren't net taxpayers anyway, but they 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 they, they, they pay something. And so the tax chattel they needed instead of just men, why not get women off their asses and in the workforce too, and to create an entire new class of tax chattel to maintain this fucking parasite that is the U.S. government. So, with all that being said, he was like, eh, I mean, that's pretty much the entire story there, but it's like, he was like, man, these these family courts are ridiculous. He's like, they are the equivalent of, you know, Hulk Hogan in the 80s. He wouldn't lay down and take a pin loss to anybody. I want to say the Ultimate Warrior is one of, the, the Ultimate Warrior uh, was the only person to beat him on like the main stage. Uh, don't quote me on that, though, because I, I didn't watch it in the 80s. I was a baby. so. But I've, I know the most high-profile box he had was in the 90s versus the Ultimate Warrior, late 80s, right? And so there was potentially a decade there where dude didn't take a loss on TV and I'm on a big stage. I want, I want to clarify. He's probably taking house show losses and, and independent losses overseas and whatnot. But I'm talking about on, like, a WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble type of stage. He only lost very few matches to, like, The Rock. It was like Ultimate Warrior, and then like a decade and a half later, you lost to The Rock after that 90s era, Attitude Era. You know, neither being in or there. He basically compared the family courts to the pro wrestling industry. He said, it's predetermined. There's no point in even in gate, because he was a divorced guy himself, right? And so he's like, when I went through my court situation, he said it was already predetermined and the woman's going to win. And it's so sad because he's like, you look at John Cena and Patrick Mahomes and all these high-profile men that get married. And we had this discussion, too. He's like, guys like us, it destroys us. A guy like Patrick Mahomes, John Cena, he's already been to the family court and paid his pound of flesh to a woman. If this new woman gets, you know, 40, 50, 60%, because you, you got to explain to these young men who have never been married, never been in them courts, like, yo, 50-50 is the start. 50-50 is the start. So think about this. You got 100K, and I'm just throwing it out there. You got 100K. Woman gonna get 50 up front. That's her upfront fee right away. Just for essentially, she's only getting that because she has a vagina. Let's be real. The court system, family court system is predetermined. It's super sexist towards men, and it's ridiculous how fucked up it is. And you know what else is fucked up is like when you go to. All right, you're like, all right, we're at 50 now. Just stop taking my money then. At least, least, least leave me with half. So let's say you make 80 a year. You're, you're still performing 80 grand a year worth of labor, but you're making half of that. And then these women, they want more. 
I know dude, like the dude who was the pro wrestling fan. The dude's sitting at 65%. He's sitting at 65%. He's only getting 35% of his net income to himself. I mean, obviously he's subtracting taxes and, and all the extra fees and all the shit he's paying because his kids are you know, 17 and 18. They're almost grown. One's grown, you don't have to pay for him anymore. So his child, his, his bill from the woman is, is slowly coming down, but he had a more lucrative job previously. And so they're looking at him like, you make that, you need to provide that. Anyway, I just found that to be one of the funny stories I heard in a long time. Like he was like, man, pro, these family courts are pro wrestling bookers. It's predetermined. They've got their guys. They've got their, the family court is the WWE and the woman is Roman Reigns and John Cena in the early 2000s and Stone Cold well Stone Cold actually lost to The Rock once um, but basically like Hulk Hogan in the 80s, Goldberg in the 90s these women are like these undefeated, unbeatable you know, nut huggers to Vince and let's say Vince is the family court judge you ain't beating them so that's pretty much all I wanted to say. I thought it was the greatest analogy I've heard on the family court to date. Now, I mean, there's probably better examples of that. Uh, Terry Flynn and Monkey calls them feminist sentencing hearing hearings. But all puns aside, these courts are trash. And men are running into them as if they're gnats flying into that buzzing light on somebody's porch. The little zapper. Men can't avoid it because your dick controls your brain. And you need to rise above that shit. You're not a monkey anymore. We're not a ball of instinct. We have some type of intelligence. Use it. I'm out.